don't think it can happen to you. Violent collision kills two people outside Tampa International Airport. An alleged road rage attack rips three families apart. Tonight, we're learning about the boys who were killed. Prosecutors are going to pursue charges against people who are texting while driving. That's right, this DUI and murder suspect could get life in prison if convicted. You don't think it can happen to you. See, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. When the sands of time will run out within your hourglass. New at 10, a hit and run caught on video, and now a teenager and his family are looking for the driver who took off. He was a victim of a distracted driver hitting the road while riding his motorcycle going 65 miles per hour. He nearly lost his life. Now on a crusade to help save lives and prevent someone else from becoming a victim, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com and now the host of this podcast, it's Howard Drescher. All right, welcome. Welcome to another show of DistractedDriversBusted.com, the podcast show. I'm your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com, and of course, now this podcast show. You can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV, and of course, on Facebook, DistractedDB. And you get the shows on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, and now Amazon. And I want to say to New York for checking in. Uh, Pennsylvania is checking in, Colorado, California, and Nevada. Thanks for checking in. And across the pond, if you will, across in, in other countries, you got Japan checking in. You have uh, Canada checking in. That's on this side of the pond, if you will. And I have a couple other countries along the way. You know, I got England checking in. Uh, again, thanks for them to check in. I think we've had them once or twice before. This is all from the last week's show, or the last time I did a show a couple weeks ago, and I appreciate all these different uh, countries and these different states for checking in, and it's always good to have these guys check in when they check in. And, you know, maybe I am not the sharpest tool in the shed, but I can tell you... Uh, you know, I, I can kind of see the pattern that's been going on here. But today, I changed it up a little bit. Today, I wanted to do something different. And I swear, I am going to do everything in my power to reach out to um, one of these people within my story um, today. And if you've been checking out social media... I, I have a very good story in the second story that I'm doing today that is new. Again, we still have uh, the top stories from the previous week. That's coming up in just a short period of time. But I have a story here from Florida and where a woman with a DUI record is under a lot of stress after a fatal crash. Yeah, one would suspect, but... The interesting part is she's not going to be charged for this recent DUI. And again, I'm still hearing about all this. And I can tell you this, that I know the investigation is still going on. This happened about a week or so ago. But after you hear the story, you kind of wonder, hmm, 
How come they are not charging her? That we're going to have to dive into just a little bit. We'll just dive right in, get things going. But in the second story, oh yes, if there is anyone, anyone in the world that's listening to this show right now, and they say cops are bad, I'm going to tell you, yeah, go pound sand, dude. Uh, I have a story, a very heartwarming story of uh, a Minnesota state trooper who changed somebody's life around. Although they didn't know it at the time, they changed somebody's life around the night that she got a, that the officer arrested this one person for DUI. So uh, we're going to delve into that in just a little bit. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll check it out. And we're going to get into that in just a little bit. But before that, I think it is time for now the most important critical thing of all. And here it is. And now it's time for the top story from the previous show. All right, it's time for the top story from the previous show. <laughs> and and I debated on this one here. This this story here was actually, this story was actually pretty close. Um, but uh, CBS LA wins out on this story here. And again, I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. This was a top story from the previous show. I want to start with breaking news right now. A wrong way driver caused a fiery crash in the 605 freeway in Cerritos. Two people have been killed, and CBS 2's Tina Patel is live near the South Street exit with details. Tina, good morning. Good morning. Right now, all of the southbound lanes of the 605 are closed, but they have just taken the two vehicles that were involved in this crash onto tow trucks. They're starting to clear lanes, so they're hoping they'll be able to get traffic flowing again here soon. Let's show you a little bit of video, and you can see exactly what happens. This accident or this crash happened a little after 2 this morning on the southbound lanes of the 605, just past the 91 freeway. According to witnesses, there was a driver in a Hyundai Elantra that suddenly pulled over on the shoulder made an illegal U-turn and started heading northbound on the southbound lanes. Unfortunately, one of the vehicles that was going the correct way on the freeway didn't have time to swerve. There was a head-on collision. Both vehicles ended up becoming engulfed in flames, and both drivers, unfortunately, did not survive the crash. Now, we did talk to CHP, and they said that somebody who was driving through at the time tried to stop and help. Here's how he described that. Two Good Samaritans that saw the uh, vehicles fully engulfed, they got out and they attempted to rescue both parties, but only one was actually able to be um, extricated. So back out here live, the drivers of both of those vehicles involved in the crash both died from their injuries. Uh, nobody has been identified yet. The coroner just came and took those victims away. And as we said, they are now in the process of trying to get these lanes reopened. Unfortunately, as we said, they know exactly how this crash happened, but they don't know why. That is something that the investigation will hopefully unfold. We'll send it back to you. That was the top story from the previous show. All right, that's the top story for an the show. And again, that comes courtesy of CBS LA out here in Los Angeles. And I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. Yes, every car crash, every car crash that happens is preventable. You know, and I get you get your 10%. You know, you're driving down the road. 
your tire blows out, you lose kind of control. Um, you end up driving and you're driving at a normal rate of speed and it's raining out there. You hit a puddle, you're hydroplaning, you can get into a crash. But if you're not distracted, yeah, I get that. But if you're distracted and these things happen, they're just not an accident. They're a crash, you know, and they could have been preventable and they should have been preventable. But nine times out of 10, they're always going to say, well, you know, it's not exactly that way. It was a crash, you know, or an accident. No. If you're a DUI driver or texting and driving and you crash your car, it's not an accident. It's a crash. Accidents, something different. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. We'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, we have arrived in Philadelphia. Local time is 3.05 p.m. and the temperature is 67 degrees. At this time, you are now free to use your cellular devices. You know that feeling when you get to turn your phone on after the plane lands? You can have that feeling every time you drive. Make sure your cell phone is stowed away whenever you are behind the wheel. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Text and catch the bus. Text and miss your stop. Wait, 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 wait. Text and be late to work. Sorry, I'm late. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. <clears throat> Me? Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. <sighs> Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Now, back to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. All right, welcome back to DistractedDriversBuster.com podcast show. I'm your host, Howard Dresser, the creator of DistractedDriversBuster.com. And of course, now this podcast show. You can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV, and of course on Facebook, DistractedDB. And you can get the shows on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Amazon. Just type in the keyword DistractedDB. And of course, again, California, thanks for checking in. I always appreciate everybody from California tuning in to this weekly, uh, this weekly podcast show that I do. And every now and then I might double up and do two a week. Um, I've been slacked off a little bit. Uh, I've been taking care of some other things. Uh, I have been sick a little bit here in the last couple of weeks. Um, Nothing major, just not feeling well, just uh, maybe getting worn down a little bit. Uh, But we're going to keep pressing on. We're going to move on and we're going to continue to do good things here at DistractedDriversBusted.com, the podcast show. Anyways. I'm glad you're all doing well. Uh, so here's a story from WPLG Local 10 News. And this was very interesting because after you listen to the story, you're going to go, what? 
why isn't this woman charged at all? And again, uh, I appreciate uh, WPLG Local 10 News. I appreciate you guys for allowing me to use the sound. Now learning more about the victims in a bad crash at a South Beach restaurant, a woman losing control, ramming into a crowd outside while trying to parallel park. Six people were hurt. One person died. Local Ten's Alex Finney live at the scene in South Beach with new details on this. Alex. Yeah, so Louie and Christy, you know, it's just so tragic. We've been reporting on this for so many days at this point. We are learning more information, as you just mentioned there, not only about the late Dr. Gary Prince, but also the woman at the center of this investigation, the one who was trying to reverse her vehicle, and it just went right back into a group of people. 67-year-old Gary Prince will be laid to rest this week. A traumatic last few days for loved ones, friends, and everyone involved in this horrific outdoor dining area crash at Call Me Gabby restaurant on Washington Avenue. Miami Beach police now identifying the woman at the center of this investigation. Regitzi Tauber Gamble of Pinecrest was trying to parallel park her car, but instead jumped the curb and kept going, mowing down everything and everyone in the car's path. Police sharing this diagram of the accident. Six people, including a three-year-old child, were hurt, and Prince was killed. You know, if he wasn't on the basketball court, eating with friends, man, that's just, that was his heart, man. That was his heart. Those that knew Prince well tell Local 10 he was so loved and well-respected in both the South Florida and the New York community. He was big in the Brooklyn basketball world and from New York. And the guy's been a mentor for 30-plus years since then. You know, I consider him a second dad. Prince was having lunch at the restaurant with friends when this horrific accident happened. We're told that his friends were also hit and taken to the hospital. According to those close to the family, three underwent surgery and are now recovering. As for Gamble, police say she will not be facing any charges. And information that we are just getting into our newsroom about Gamble, looking at her record there. She was charged with DUI back in 2015. Of course, you heard their police most likely not charging her with Vic's accident, but nonetheless, this is still an ongoing investigation. Do want to note here that Gary Prince, as we mentioned, he will be having one funeral here in Miami, and that's going to be happening this week, and then another funeral in New York. That will be happening next week. Details on that to come. For now, that's the very latest live in Miami Beach, Alex Finney. Local 10 News. It's a very tragic. Thank you, Alex. All right, and again, that story comes from WPLG Local 10 News. And my question is, why are they not charging this lady? If she's had DUIs before in the past, and obviously she jumped the curb and kept flooring it, hurting six, killing one, and one of them is a little child, why aren't they charging her? Now, I understand that the investigation is still going on, but they need to wrap this thing up. And, yo, sure, she's under a lot of stress after a fatal crash. I would be, too. But you did what you did. You got behind the wheel. You jumped the curb. And you did this all after you were drinking. And you were arrested for, you know, a possible DUI here driving under the influence in alcohol, you know, it something needs to be done. Let's investigate this. If she wasn't drinking, I'm not saying she was or wasn't, but if she wasn't, it could have been just a simple accident. I get it. And if it was a simple accident, 
I'll retract my statement. But if you jump the curb and you're still throttling the the floor to the the pedal to the floor, if you will, let the, let off and hit the brake, and you probably wouldn't have hit anybody. There's something wrong here. It has to be thoroughly investigated because you end up jumping a curb. You're, you should automatically go, whoa, and let off and hit the brake. You know, tap the brake a little bit and slow down. <sighs> Anyways, it, these kinds of stories are kind of iffy at me at best. You know, I, I, it, it's kind of a clear cut, but then again, you're not really sure type situation. And, you know, I mean, where there's smoke, there's fire in, in my mind. Where there's smoke, there's fire. There's got to be something going on there. I may be wrong. I've been wrong before, and I, I'll probably be wrong again, but that's just me. And uh, I, I do what I can do just with the information that I got. All right. Anyways, all right. You're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com podcast show. All right. When we come back, oh, when we come back, I have a feel good story. And anybody that says officers are not good, no. Take You're it back. listening to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. We'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, we have arrived in Philadelphia. Local time is 3.05 p.m. and the temperature is 67 degrees. At this time, you are now free to use your cellular devices. You know that feeling when you get to turn your phone on after the plane lands? You can have that feeling every time you drive. Make sure your cell phone is stowed away whenever you are behind the wheel. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Hey, it's me, your cell phone. We need to talk about something, something serious. I know you love me. I know you like using me wherever you are, but I feel like this isn't working out when you're driving. I know you may think that it's possible to focus both on me and the road, but I just don't feel the same way. I think we should spend time away from each other when you're driving. It's for the best. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Honey, are you ready to go to the party? We're late. Uh, what? Yeah, don't worry. I'll, I'll be ready in five minutes, babe. Really? Can you get off the phone? I'm already ready. We're going to be late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry. I'm almost done. Uh, we'll, we'll... Let's go. Come on. Okay, honey. Let's go. Can you be ready next time? I feel like I'm always ragging on you to get ready for these types of parties. Yeah. Isn't the... Man's supposed to be waiting on the lady anyway. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, babe. I, I know I say this all the time, but I, I promise. Next time, I really, 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 really promise next time I'll be ready and I'll be ready to go by the time you get home. Gosh. Uh, oh, uh, let me see who that is. I'm waiting to see if my friend is actually going to be at this no. party. No. Leave your phone alone. You know that scared me last time. You nearly hit someone walking in a crosswalk. What? No, you're crazy. Look, what? I told you don't tell me what to do. I got this. Stop the car. Stop it now. I... I just can't be with someone who doesn't care about my life, not to mention their own. Babe, wait, wait, come back. Uh, this, this isn't happening, is it? 
Now, back to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. All right, welcome back to the DistractedDriversBusted.com podcast show. I'm your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com, and of course, now this podcast show. And you can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV, and of course, on Facebook, DistractedDB. You can get the shows on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, and Amazon. Just type in the keyword DistractedDB, and you can get this, not only this show, you can get all my archive shows as well. And then you'll be kind of caught up to date. A lot to read. Again, I've done eight seasons. This is my eighth season of doing these podcast shows. Um, I've had very, very good uh, guests along the way. Um, I've had, you know, doctors. I've had lawyers. I've had California Highway Patrols. I had LAPD officers. I've had officers from different states. Uh, I've had, like I said, uh, perpetrators. Uh, I only had one perpetrator, to tell you the truth, and they were kind of reluctant to get back on the show or do much with the show. They only were there for a short period of time, and they hung up on me, and they moved on. But I've had a lot of victims. There's always tons and tons of victims that end up having, you know, to come on and talk about it and grieve, and it's just one nasty thing after the other. And, of course, as the way people drive every now and then, you find out that there are more and more ways that these things keep happening. So I wanted a feel-good story for today. I wanted a story that would make you think cops are not bad. Cops are actually out there to help you. And if you're not doing anything wrong, they're not going to pull you over. And they're not going to bust you for something that is made up. They're not. But every now and then, every now and then we get one of those officers that pulls somebody over and they end up saving a person's life. And that person is grateful for that. It may not seem it at the time, but now and then it happens. The story today from KARE11 up in Minnesota. The headlines read, Minnesotan, or Minnesotan, celebrates 10 years of sobriety with state trooper who arrested her for drunk driving. And imagine that. You get busted. And you end up getting straight. And you end up celebrating 10 years Ten years of being sober with a state trooper. And not only that, I think I may be right here. I believe they ended up becoming good friends. And if that's the case, listen to this story. Stories that shine during the Olympics are often filled with trial and triumph. So too is everyday life. Boyd Hooper shows us how a mom came back from one of the lowest points in her life with the help of someone you may never expect. And much like the Olympics, a precious medal holds a special place in this story too. The roads we travel are not just our own. 
it changed my life for sure. Take it from a Minnesota state trooper whose road intersected with a mom in trouble. She's part of my family now. Trooper Christy Sue Hathaway can get emotional just thinking about the journey that's led her to this home in Delano. Hey, come on in. Hi, good to see you. you. Amy Martin's home. People ask you how you know me, and you're like, oh, she arrested me. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, oh. <laughs> yeah. The arrest that started with a weaving car mid-afternoon on a Monday 10 years ago on this stretch of Highway 77 in Bloomington. I went up and could see that she had watery, glassy eyes. Trooper Hathaway could also see the bottle of vodka in the center console of Amy's car and Amy's daughter, Madeline, just shy of two years old, in the back seat. Sorry, this is probably the most difficult thing for me to talk about. Madeline went home with Amy's parents while Amy rode with Trooper Hathaway to the Hennepin County Jail. I remember saying right before you got booked in that, like, please, like, don't do this to your daughter, because I know, because my mom left when I was 10. That's Christy Sue at Trooper graduation with the aunt and uncle who raised her after her own mom and dad struggled, she says, with alcohol. That was the thing that I needed to say in the moment was just please, please get it together. As Amy was booked for her second DUI, her blood alcohol level nearly three times the legal limit, she promised Trooper Hathaway she would visit her in a year sober. She had said it, and I was like, okay, well, <laughs> yeah, I didn't think that I'd hear from her. But one year to the day later, promise kept. I was shocked. When Amy surprised Trooper Hathaway at work, presenting her with their 12-step program's one-year sobriety medallion. While I'd been trying to get sober for quite a long time and struggling with that, um, I mean, like, I wanted her to be able to, to see that and to, to kind of give that to her. And keep giving it to Trooper Hathaway on the anniversary of Amy's arrest every year since. And then next year I give it back. The medallion Christy Sue keeps in the pocket beneath her badge every day at work. It's been a really tough couple years in our field. There have been times where you kind of wonder, like, like, why am I in this job? It reminds me of why. It gives me hope. Hope and a friendship. So you guys came to cheer me on at the Twin Cities Marathon. Yeah. And then your wedding mm -hmm. and my wedding. Mm -hmm. Trooper Hathaway even spoke to Madeline's class about her career. You remember Madeline. <laughs> I can't stop smiling. The then toddler in the backseat of the car is 12 now mm -hmm. and a proud daughter. I'm glad that she made the choice to do what she did and, like, make a promise that she would do it and actually accomplish it. This would be your number nine. A decade of sobriety to celebrate. I will trade you for 10. A road travel. That's going to go in here. Together. Thanks. Boyd Hooper, Care 11 News. She saved my life. Delano. Trooper Hathaway now shares Amy's story with other drunk drivers she arrests. Some have sent her letters to let her know it's helped inspire their own sobriety. And again, that story comes from KARE 11 up in Minnesota. And it is a very touching and it is a very shocking story that that lady changed her life. And for the past 10 years, since that day that she was arrested, she meets 
with the officer, the state trooper, who saved her life. Now, quite honestly, I find that to be an amazing story, and it's a feel-good story that we probably need here right now in America, and not only in America, around the world, because there's law officers in every country, in every state, that are out there doing good, and nine times out of ten, they're not appreciated by people. People take them for granted. They think they're out there just to hurt them, to harass them, to, to profile people. That's not true. Officers are there to serve and protect, and they protect, and they protect well. Are there times that there's mistakes? Sure. But when you get a story like this, how she ended up saving the life, how she saved the life of a mother and a two-year-old child. And they've been friends ever since that one year, that first year of sobriety, and they've been friends since. They've been to each other's wedding. She's been there when they were doing the police marathon or the state trooper marathon, and they were. she was there cheering for her. It's an awesome story. More officers like that. Great. Love it. Gotta love it. Remember, I don't want to die today, do you? Until next week, be safe.